welcome back to another season premiere of Just Drew the Podcast. This is season six, premiering January 13th. Um, first of all, let me just say thank you to everybody that's been patient, everybody that's been, you know, just letting me rock out and really launch the season whenever I feel like launching the season. Um, it was supposed to drop January 6th. Unfortunately, I was just not in the very, the most like motivated, productive, creative mode. So I just couldn't do it. We'll get more into that as the episode goes on, but I'm back. I'm back. I have new lighting. I have new momentum. Um, I'm excited. This is going to be a good season. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some really, really good collabs coming. This shirt is actually from one of the people that I recently collaborated with. Um, the brand is called Monac. It stands for We Only Need a Chance. I have, I'm going to like not talk too much about this particular brand and this particular person because I have a whole episode coming with them in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. But this is definitely, you're going to see this shirt again because I promote it in the actual episode with them. But super, super excited to have a lot of different things coming for you guys. I have a lot of different per perspectives, a lot of different conversations, a lot of different people. Um, I am, you're going to see throughout the season that I'm really, you know, I'm recording here. I have recordings at another studio. I have recordings in upstairs in my house. Like I'm really just going to get in where I fit in and record wherever I feel comfortable and whatever works for me and my guests at this point. Um, I'm excited. I took a minute. I took a little longer to, you know, get myself back together for this upcoming season because I, I just needed it. I definitely needed it. Um, school is over. School is done. I have two more weeks until the next semester starts up. Um, I had two six page papers that I had to hand in. Let me tell you, I did them papers maybe like a week before they was due. Yes, I procrastinated. I mean, whatever. I got 19 out of 20 on one and an 18.5 out of 20 on the other. Per that girl gonna get to work. Okay, so, so this semester of school ended very, very well. I'm very, very proud of myself. Very, very happy with um, all the work that I did to get here. Graduation season is coming very, very, very soon. Um, I have about two more semesters before I really can wear that cap and gown and be done. Um, good things are happening for me right now. Good things are really, really happening. Um, I think that, like I said, season six, this premiere was supposed to drop on the 6th of January. I, first of all, it was supposed to drop December 30th. Then I had to push it to the 6th and now I'm pushing it to this Friday because it just wasn't the time. It wasn't the time. I didn't feel motivated. I wasn't really able to. I was just heavy in my bag. I'm going to keep it all the way real with y'all. I'm going to keep it all the way real. I was heavy in my bag. Heavy just trying to figure out what was going on with me. And I think that honestly this week was probably better for me to even launch because I feel good. I feel better. I'm very, very excited. I'm very happy to be back. I can't wait for what 2023 has in store for me. Can we talk about that? It's a whole new year. Um, this this year this year we gonna we gonna get right. It's my Jordan year. I'm gonna be 23 this year in April. My show is gonna be two years old in August. So we have a lot of good things coming this year. Um, graduation this year. I have a lot of good things coming this year. So bear with me. We gonna get rocking. We gonna get back into our groove of dropping episodes every Friday. We're going to remain consistent. We're going to remain humble. We're going to try our best to remain as positive and optimistic as we can. But like you, shit happens. Last week was completely just, and I was talking to my therapist about this. I remember the end of last season, I was telling you guys that I started going to therapy again. We will 
definitely dive into that this episode but I was telling my therapist that I was I was I felt very lazy I felt very unpro unproductive unmotivated and honestly like I've been telling you guys sometimes like there'd be times where I don't want to come down here and I don't want to record but I do it I push myself and I get through it you know where I set a time limit for how long I'm gonna be down here and get some work done and then just go back upstairs I allowed myself to be completely lazy I allowed myself to be completely just I allowed myself time to just sit in whatever I felt honestly and I think that might have been the greatest thing for me because I needed it I needed it my body needed it my t my mind needed it like you know because sometimes you can only push yourself so far you can only you know push those feelings that you have to the side for so long so I allowed myself to be lazy I allowed myself to lay in bed every day I would come home from work and I would go right in the bed I would have all these I had all these things that I had to do for the podcast last week and I didn't do not a single one of them because I just allowed myself to be human and not and not not a robot who is just gonna get through everything because she has to no I wanted to get on here and be my normal bubbly self and I wanted it to be positive I wanted to be happy I wanted to be happy sitting here and talking to you guys instead of just like being forced to do it so I waited and I gave myself that time and now here we are what about it? You're welcome. Welcome back to another motherfucking season. Period. Hey, I missed y'all. Did y'all miss me? Let's talk about, let's catch up for real. So, told you guys I started going to therapy. Um, Now it's like, I'm like a month into therapy now. And I love it. I definitely think that I found a therapist that I really, really, truly fuck with. Like, She's teaching me a lot. After every session, I literally leave with something new that I need to work on or something new that like has been brought to light or that I've healed from something like even now, like I'll be catching myself. I'm a, I'm a heavy overthinker. You guys know that I'm an overthinker, overanalyzer, all that. So I critique myself very, very harshly in my head. There be times recently where I'm like in my head about something where I'm critique critiquing myself so negatively and it'll be like, girl, we in therapy cut that out like i'm so quick to just you know like catch myself where i'm slipping back into old habits when i'm like actively trying to heal so i'm very proud of myself proud of myself for in general for even going because i go every monday that's my routine me and my girl laura shout out to you bae shout out to you when you see this if you see this well she will see this because she's been very very hype about my season premiere um even even I saw her yesterday and she was like, oh my God, you launched last last Friday. What happened? And I was like, no girl, I had to push it back. I had to push it back because I just couldn't. And I was telling her like, you know, how I just felt unmotivated and how I allowed myself to feel that and to get back into it. And she was like, you know what? That's good that you're allowing yourself to, you know, just be a human and just, you know, have those moments where you don't always have the answers or you don't always have the desire or the momentum to do what you need to do. But you'll get back into it. And I did. And I'm here and I'm happy and we are moving we healing we growing 2023 is off to a tremendously amazing start because there's so many things that i'm just like even going to therapy that's huge being a month into that and starting a new year trying to really heal and grow like that says a lot about the progress i'm trying to make in my life and the progress i'm trying to make as a woman that says a lot about my character that like you know i'm, I'm actively going to therapy after being not I wouldn't say opposed to it but after just feeling like y'all know I said this on the show many many times I just felt like I had a good handle on myself and a good handle on how I felt so in my opinion it was like 
I was like, oh no, I don't need to go to therapy because I, I I talk myself through my my problems or I make my. You feel me? So it was just like, no, girl, you do need an outside opinion who does not know you, who is not going to be biased, who's not going to tell you what you want to hear, none of that. Because my therapist will look me dead in my face and be like, no, girl, you're wrong, girl, you did too much, or be like, girl, you really did that, like really, like for real. So it's like you need that person outside of your circle and outside of your family that's going to tell you like, hey, that might have might not have been the best decision for you. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you my opinion and my educated opinion, but also I'm going to back it up with my experiences to let you know. Maybe we could have did this a little differently. You feel me? She's giving me two. She's giving me books to read. Like I started reading this book. It's called The Power of Now. I will put the title right here. The Power of Now. It's a book that's supposed to really teach you the importance of being present. Like, because my therapist was telling me, yes, it's okay to, you know, envision the future or, you know, think about the future because that's your, that's a form of manifesting the future that you want. But when you're living in the future, like, in like, you know what I mean? When you're like, just not being very present and not accepting where you are now, that can be very hard. And that can put a lot of strain on your growth and your development as a person. So this book is really teaching me and the purpose of this book is to just teach people like it's okay to be present remain here all that it's and and it teaches you a lot about turning off that like part of your mind that i feel like we all have that overthinking voice in our mind or we all have that just something in our brain that takes us to a negative place about ourselves the book really teaches you like turn that shit off turn that shit off but also understand that that's so made up like that shit is not real like think about the positive shit that people say to you on a daily basis live in that present shit not that shit you know what i'm saying so the book i'm on chapter two i will let y'all know how that goes when i'm wrapping it up but um i fuck with my therapist because she's she's really not only do we have real genuine amazing conversations about like how i feel and the, thing, the things that i've gone through but she also gives me additional tools to help me like the books or like she was like you know you should try doing this so you should try you know she she wants to she wants me to create vision boards and all that stuff and i'm like i created a vision board last year for you know 2022 2023 but i'm thinking like i need to do this again i need to make another one and she's totally totally right because vision boards are your way of actually literally seeing your visions on a board and when they manifest themselves into reality, it's like, damn, I put that shit on my vision board. I said I wanted to do that. You feel me? So I'm fucking with the whole therapy process. I really, really do enjoy. I enjoy the connection that I have with this particular therapist, but I also enjoy the, the growth that I see every single session and the growth that I see when I go, when I go home at night after therapy, it's like, damn girl, like, Okay, you finally spoke about this. We speaking about shit that I probably have buried from so long ago. Like, we talking about ex past relationships or past friends. We talked about my family situation. We've talked about a lot of different things. And it's just brought so much emotion. Oh, that's another thing about therapy. I think people don't really understand how much work it is actually going to be. We sit there and have conversations. I be crying. I be laughing. I be feeling good. Some days I'll leave sad because of what was brought up in the session. But therapy is supposed to be work. It's supposed to be something that you actually have to actively work at. It's not going to, you're not going to be healed off a couple sessions. You have to dig deep into who you are and who, where you've been in this lifetime and talk about that shit and talk about how it made you feel and what you experienced, you know? So therapy is definitely teaching me that healing is going to be a forever journey. It's going to be a forever 
thing that you have to constantly do because you are going to constantly be going through experiences for as long as you live. And some of those experiences may cause you trauma. They may cause you pain and that you may have to heal from. So therapy is definitely just opening my eyes to a lot of things. Um, I've been working two jobs. I've been working at the school. Like I told you guys, as a paraprofessional in the special special education department. Um, and I also work at the bowling alley by my house. I, I'm at a, I'm, I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm trying to make this money. I'm trying to make this money while also having my way. And I feel like I've, I've found, fortunately, I've found two jobs that actually work with my schedule that actually I'm okay with doing and that like are bringing in bread you feel me so I'm in a very good spot in my life right now because I'm doing everything that I said I was gonna do like getting my degree I said I wanted two jobs as soon as I got the first one I said I wanted two jobs as soon as school ended I got that and I've been doing that and I'm gonna keep doing that you know as school goes on my my goal right in this new brand new 2022 2023 20 you know what i'm saying this brand new year is to make as much money as i possibly can because i have so much such bigger dreams than just new york and i'm not gonna keep talking about that with y'all because y'all know what i'm talking about but i have huge dreams and in order for me to do that i need to make sure my resource is right I need to make sure that I'm healing and that I'm growing to be a person that can sustain the lifestyle that I'm dreaming of. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm working slowly with Charlie for sure. Um, this degree is right around the corner. Um, $100 million in my bank account is right around the corner. So, I mean, shit is good. Shit is good. I have been, I, I will say, I don't know why this is just, was just on my mind. Um, I have been very, very distant and very just, how should I say, frugal with where my energy goes and who it goes to. Haven't really been, I haven't really been outside like that, which I haven't been outside since the summer for real because I'm just, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just, maybe I'm just changing as a woman to where I love being in my bed. I love being inside. I love being in my bed. I love being in a warm house with my dog with a nice glass of wine. Like I enjoy the home body life. Okay. So I have been very just to myself. And I think it goes back and forth because there's a part of me that feels a little bit guilty because it's like I haven't really been as present for my friends or as like, you know, open or able to be there for them and their problems. But then on the other hand of it, because I am growing and I am healing, it's like, girl, you don't have to be that for everybody all the time. You know, like you are allowed to step back from that position and be like, listen, I can't be here for everybody right now. I got to be here for myself. And I think that I'm doing a very good job at, you know, understanding that and allowing myself to just not, girl, there are times when my friends will flood my phone with their problems, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. I'm not emotionally available for this. I think that's another thing that we need to start, you know, taking into account when we do decide to, you know, express ourselves to people or, you know, I don't want to say dump our problems onto people, but essentially, because that's not essentially what we're trying to do when we are venting. But essentially, that's what you are doing. Dumping your, you know, 
your emotions and your feelings onto whoever you're venting to. And at some point, we have to really take accountability and be like, okay, is this person emotionally available for this? Is this person at a place where she can help me with this or be there for me with this? Because we all do have our own situations and our own lives going on. So I think it's just important to be mindful of, okay, is my friend emotionally available for this right now? Maybe I should ask her this before I even take the conversation to the next level, you know? So I just haven't been emotionally available for nobody else's issues but mine for real. And I also saw a quote a couple weeks ago and I think this is also why it's kind of shifted how I feel when it comes to me being there for people. It's like, whole time, like no, we be thinking we need advice, whole time we need discipline. And that shit is totally facts because I think there are a lot of times that we go to people, and I said this last season, I know I did. There are a lot of times where we go to people for advice or to hear what they have to say about our situation when we already know the answer. We just are not disciplined enough to automatically go to that. We need somebody else's validation and somebody else's words of wisdom to encourage us to do what we already know we needed to do. So it's like, baby girl, I'm at a, me personally, I'm not venting to nobody about nothing right now nothing you can ask my friends i have not vented to these girls about nothing because it's like i know what i need to do i know what i want in my life i know what i don't want in my life and it's my job to you know do what i gotta do to make sure that i have what i want and not what i don't want you feel me like i'm just this is a very me time of my life where it's like i'm figuring out my issues trying to come up with active solutions for them and Moving on with my life, I'm not basing how I move and what I do on other people. I'm not. So I just think my mindset is shifting, you know. And it's crazy because in the beginning of the year, well, what, fucking nine days ago? What what, what day are we in? The 10th? Beginning of the year started, what, 10 days ago? Literally, I kid you not. Christmas, Christmas Eve, that whole week after Christmas, I was Gucci. Like, we, were, I was off from my full-time job, so... I was working the part-time job and I was work I was doing I did a lot of podcast work that week also. But I was good. I was in a good groove, happy, chilling, whatever. I kid you not. Did wait, hold on. Before I even get to that point. Did y'all eat y'all grapes under the table for New Year's Eve? Did you? Did you eat your grapes? Baby girl, you didn't eat no grapes? Oh, you wildin'. You wildin'. I definitely first of all, if you don't know what I'm talking about, get on TikTok. Go to TikTok and uh type in the search bar grapes on new year's eve and i bet you the girls will tell you everything you need to know i bet you first of all they trying to ban tiktok i don't know why because the amount of things that i've learned on tiktok compared to the united states school system crazy crazy tiktok could take every teacher's job right now every teacher but whatever um but yeah I definitely ate some grapes under the new, the table for new year's eve they say that if you eat grapes under the table for new year's eve it's supposed to like manifest a loving beautiful relationship for you baby y'all know y'all know i've been single for a very long time it's time to wrap that shit up and uh get to the love part of my life so yeah um i was definitely under the table eating grapes and i definitely had red underwear on because you're supposed to do that too yeah i'm not playing so 2023 is definitely gonna be my year but anyway back to what i was talking about what was i even saying what was i saying what was i going with this oh yeah boom i kid you not new year's day Cause don't get me wrong, like I said, New Year's Eve, I was fine. We was chilling, everything was good, my family was good, my family was over. Um, my uncle had his gender reveal. His daughter is going to be born. 
her her due date is April 17th to April 26th which is the day before my birthday so if this little beautiful girl is born the day before my birthday I swear to god I'm acting a fool I'm acting a fool I love her I'm gonna show her this when she's older I'm gonna show her this I love you baby girl I've never I don't even know what you look like I have never I don't you don't got no name but I love you like I love you I really do so that my New Year's Eve was amazing because they announced it on New Year's Eve and that was just beautiful um but New Year's Day, I kid you not, it was almost like I was extremely sad New Year's Day. And it was almost weird because I was like, girl, like this is such a such a change. Like literally that ball dropped and it was just like depression. Because I felt like my perspective on a lot of things immediately shifted once the New Year started. And I'm literally talking 10 days ago. So from the beginning of the, of the year 10 days ago to now, 10 days later, my perspective on so many things has shifted. Like, I don't even want people to talk to me the same or act the same. You feel me? Like, I'm very much like, I'm in a me season. Like I said, I'm really, really being very, very selective and very, very picky about who I allow in my energy or who I allow in my business or like, you know what I'm saying? Like even when I was debating on like launching last week and coming up here, it's like, how do I tell these people my business without really telling these people my business? You feel me? But then it's like, it's not really telling people your business if that's just information that you decide to share. You feel me? But I feel like the topics that I wanted to talk about, I kind of got to let y'all in a little bit. So it was just like, very very mind-boggling for me that everything that I felt like I was I stood strong on and I felt like okay I have a good handle on my perspective on a lot of things shifted immediately within 24 hours and it was like New Year's Day I literally didn't text anybody I didn't talk to anybody because I just I, first of all I was at work all day that's number one and number two it was just like I can't like my mind is going crazy I have a lot of things that I feel like I fucked with literally 48 hours ago that I don't fuck with now. And it's like, that's okay though. When you make that vow to yourself, like, okay, this is a new year. I'm going to be all that new year, new me shit. Let's leave that shit in 2022 because ain't nobody been new for 17 years at this point now. But new year, new perspective, new habits new growth new healing is what i'm welcoming into my life in this new year so i'm totally like very hopeful and very optimistic for this new year and i think me you know wanting that new change in mindset and that change in habits really was needed for me because it's like you asked for that so immediately once the new year started yeah your perspective and your mindset is going to shift on a lot of things because you asked for new mindset and new perspective and new just healing and growth that perspective is going to change when you asking for all that so it took me this is like i really was going through it new year's day and now 10 days later i'm like well nine days later i'm like girl like it makes sense now it makes sense it totally makes sense it's not i wouldn't say a rebirth but it's like my mind is just re is is cleaning out the clutter cleaning out the clutter and making room for the new things that I'm willing to welcome into my life right now. I think I'm just learning a lot about my energy and where I want my energy to go. Also, this is something that I feel like is very, very symbolic for me or very, very like 
important in my life right now because it's happened to me so many times at this point like you know when you fall out with somebody and you make it known like yo i don't fuck with you like we not cool i'm not i ain't fucking with you like that like we agree to disagree and go our separate ways right then you see that person out later on in life and it's like damn like it could go one of two ways because i've had i've had both situations reflect to me in the past couple weeks and this is even before the new year this happened like maybe the week of christmas or the week after but um so i have two scenarios here it can go one of two ways i've it's gone both ways for me at this point you see somebody that you know you fell out with y'all don't fuck with each other whatever you see somebody it's either you see that person and it's like, damn, like I used to fuck with you, bro. Like I'm happy to see that you're doing good and you, you know, you out here prospering and doing all the shit that you said you was going to do. But it's just like, damn, like I used to fuck with you heavy. Like that, something about that is so, it's it's very, it, it can pull on your your heartstrings a little bit because there's, I saw an old friend and this used to be my dog. Like I used to fuck with him heavy and I seen him out. And it was like, damn, like, I used to fuck with you, bro. Like, you was a real-ass nigga. And you still a real-ass nigga because I know real niggas never change. But we fell out over some dumb shit. And now it's like, damn, I'm looking at you and it's like, fuck, nigga. We could have been tight as fuck. Tighter than we was back then. So it's like, seeing people like that, it's just like, damn. I fucked with you, bro. But then it also makes you remember, like, there was a point where we fell out over some dumb shit now. But that shit was really, really, I stood on business and I, I left your ass alone. Like I said I was going to do so. It's, it just pulls on your heartstrings. But then there's the other, the other coin, other side of the coin where it's like you see somebody that did you kind of dirty or that you don't fuck with and that you made it known that you don't fuck with at this point. And like, because this is a scenario. I walk in a room, there's people that I that know I don't fuck with them because of things that they've done to me. And I know they know that I don't fuck with them. But I walk into the, uh, first of all, any room that I walk in, my energy is exuding. My energy is like, I'm bubbly, I'm happy, because that's just who I am. Like, I have I have a different type of aura. You can ask anybody that's been in a room with me, anybody, like, I have a different type of energy, and that's it. When you walk into a room and you see people that did you dirty or that know that you don't fuck with them, and their their energy almost shrivels up when they see yours, it's like, hmm, that can make a girl like me be like, oh, my energy is shutting niggas down. That shit is very gratifying. Like, that's what I'm saying. The situation goes one or both ways where either you see the person that's like, damn, like we could have been homies. Or it's like, damn, like you sitting in the corner when I walk in the room. One thing about me, if I'm in a room or in a place with somebody that I don't fuck with or we beef or whatever, my energy is never, my light is never dimming for her. When My light is never dimming for nobody, first of all. But especially if I'm in a room with somebody that I know we don't really fuck with each other. Oh, I'm turning this bitch up because my energy is in here too. So you're going to have to make room for my energy to be in here. You feel me? Like when somebody sees me and they know that they've like wronged me and it automatically makes them like want to just be quiet or sit in the corner. Like it does a lot of different things for me. It, it makes me feel very empowered because it's like, oh yeah, like my energy is very, very much overpowering yours, but it's for a reason. It's because you are actually not a good person. But then it's also, it also makes me mad because it's like, bitch, if you see somebody that you don't fuck with outside, you better turn the fuck up. You better, don't ever dim your light or your energy for nobody, especially not for no bitch you don't fuck with. Like what? If I'm out and I see somebody that I don't fuck with, we standing on business and we moving how we moving regardless. My energy is in here regardless. Like what? Fuck with that. But I just think that's very symbolic for me 
to be like experiencing right now in my life because it's like you're gonna you know you're gonna fall out with people you're gonna fall out with people and then you may cross paths with them again again in later in life and you gotta understand you gotta know how to handle those situations when you do see that person again if you ever do you feel me like not everything has to be so reactive or so aggressive or so like traumatic or turmoil I was about to say tumultuous. Hold on. Is that a word? Hold on. Turmoil. Wait. No, that's not a word. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Turmoil-ish. You know what I mean? Like, not everything has to be like that. Because there are going to be, like I said, people that you fall out with and then you see them again later down the road and it's like, damn, I don't fuck with that person. But, like, whatever. You feel me? Like, nobody's energy can shift me at this point nobody's energy can move me and i think that's the lesson that comes down that it comes down to with all of that because no matter either in both situations no matter which way each situation went or made me feel my energy was never shifted my energy was not on no like oh i'm gonna dim myself down for this person or my energy was my energy is always the same in every room that i walk in so i think I'm just grateful that I got those experiences. I'm not grateful that I've seen these people, but I'm grateful that I just had the experience of experiencing that. Because like when I fall out with people, I fall out with people, and that's it. I don't. I'm never. I really never see them again. But you know, shit's gonna happen. Y'all, y'all live in the same motherfucking place, so you're gonna cross paths with these people. And I think that is. It was just important for me to see that situation in both ways. You feel me? So that's all I'll say about that. But. Also, at this point in my life, what I'm really realizing right now is that it's okay to, like, deny people's access in your life. Like, even if you don't have any beef with this person or y'all didn't fall out or none of that, like, it's okay to be like, nah, I don't really want you in my life. Or like, nah, I don't really feel like you fit here. You feel me? Like, I think, for me, I've always been somebody who... I never really enjoy, I didn't I don't how do I explain this how do I explain it okay I'm the type of person where I don't really want to express myself if I know it's gonna hurt your feelings or if I know it's gonna kind of like let you down but at a certain point in your life it's like so you're just gonna go around pleasing everybody when you don't really fuck with the person you feel me so it's like you, you it's very much a lose-lose situation when you do that so I think Okay, let's say, let's just keep it real funky, real simple, real whatever. There is someone that is, no. When someone is trying to pursue you, right? First of all, I'm, when it comes to the dating scene right now, I'm kind of having my way. Because, not having my way like, you know, I got all these niggas, but, doot doot, I do. No, I'm just kidding. But, not having my way like that, but having my way meaning like, I'm shutting niggas down. If I do fuck with you, if I do want to spend time with you, I will. If I don't, I won't. You feel me? Like, learning different behaviors about different guys or learning what different guys do or, like, what I don't like about this guy or what I do like about this guy. You feel me? So, it's important as a woman, and I say this all the time to you guys, to just date and to just figure out what it is that you want, right? And if a man is not, if you don't feel like a man is going to, suits you or is right for you, let that nigga go. I think there's a lot of, you. you have to really respect a person who, makes the conscious decision to be like, you know what, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you do your own thing because I know I'm not going to fulfill this position in your life as thoroughly as I know I should or could or how you would want me to. You feel me? There's a lot of 
respect and power in that because you know that you're not going to fulfill what this person needs you needs you for so let them go find somebody who will you feel me so i think there's a difference between a nigga that you could kick it with and that you could lay up with and do whatever you want to do with from a nigga that you feel like you really really have a genuine connection and bond and attraction to those are two different niggas and i think it's important for us to keep the niggas that we feel like we could just lay up and do be outside with over there and keep those niggas as those niggas don't be trying to trying to man what trying to trying to make a man that you don't even feel like could possibly be your man be your man is never gonna work because you already know that's not who that's not what he's made for that's not what he's for in your life for the next bitch that might be her soulmate but for me that man is just somebody I could cuddle with when I feel like cuddling and letting him send his ass right back home. You feel me? You gotta you gotta put people in they in they in the correct spot that they belong. That's that on that. So for me right now, it's like if somebody don't fulfill the requirements for the position that they're applying for in my life, I have every right to say, listen, I'm gonna pass on this offer. You feel me? Just like them jobs be doing to us, and just like them niggas be doing to us when they feel like, oh. This is just this is just a bitch that I'm gonna fuck around with. And I'm not gonna take her too seriously, and then I'm a you know you know what I'm saying like guys do that shit all the time. So it's important for women to stand on that shit too, and be like, no, I mean you cool, because we all have those niggas where it's like you very cool, but like I wouldn't necessarily date you. I feel like what? That's what. Hello, why you think? Why do you think that no man has met my father in like three years? Be so for real. Hello, like because none of none of them are, none of them are checking it. None of them. None of them. So it's like I have, I have a lot of, and I didn't realize this about myself until I just tried to describe it to you guys. But I think I have a lot of power when it comes to navigating through dating or relationships because it's like I know exactly, bro. If I go on a date with a nigga, let me tell you something. The first thirty minutes of the date, I already know in my head if I'm gonna fuck with you when I leave here. If I'm going to text your phone again when we leave or if there's going to be a second date, I will already know within the thir first 30 minutes. Most of the time, the answer is no. And I'll be one of them bitches where I'm going to have the time of my life on this date because, yeah, you asked me to come out, we doing whatever we're doing. But at the end of the day, if I know that I'm not going to fuck with you further after this date, yeah, we're going to have a ball. But I'm going to dip on you when I'm done. What? Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm very good at. It's also an energy thing. It's also an energy thing. And it's like, I feel like when you meet somebody and you fuck with them, it's instantaneous. I feel like you know when you fuck with somebody and you know when you don't. So I, don't get me wrong, I love when guys are like, oh, I want to take you out, I want to do this, or I like you, or you're so cool. And it's like, what's my middle name? What's my middle name? How many siblings do I have? What's my dad's age? What's my dog's name? Where did I get him from? You feel me? Like, I'm so unimpressed. I am so unimpressed by the men that have tried to gravitate towards me. I'm unimpressed as fuck. Unimpressed as fuck. It's like, damn. It's like, damn. It got me looking at myself like, girl, you ain't gonna give none of these niggas a chance. And the answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is fucking no. I'm not. Listen, at this point, at this point in my life, God is going to have to sit his butt down right here and be like, yo, my homeboy trying to holler at you for me to take a nigga serious. I'm not even gonna lie. I shouldn't have cursed when I said that, but I'm sorry. But that's how I feel.
Okay? Because I'm... I don't know. I don't... You know what I hate? You know what I hate? This actually happened to me a couple weeks ago. Some guy DM'd me and was like, I want to love you. What the fuck does that mean? And why would you... First of all, why are you saying that to a stranger? Why are you saying that to a stranger? Like, what? Yo, men are... No, and you thought that was going to pull me? I don't want you to love me. I am okay. Like, and that's another thing. When you slide in my DMs, baby, nine times out of ten, I'm going to leave you on scene. Because I want you to know that I've seen it with my two eyes plus the two motherfucking eyes that I bought and I carried on with my day. I want you to know that because... No. Just like that. Y'all ever seen that? Uh, I'm going I'm to see if I can put it in here. But y'all ever seen that video? A video of Lotto when she was in an interview and they was asking her about DMs or something. And she was like, you come in my DMs, I will humble your ass. That is how I feel. I will humble you so fucking quick. First of all, y'all, pickup lines be trash. I feel like this is, I don't know, this is also probably just like, I don't know. I feel like it's. These niggas out here, they're gonna have to really step for this, for this, for the women of my generation, they're gonna have to really step for us to really fuck with y'all. You feel me? Because we are so unamused, unfazed, uninterested that it's like y'all gonna really have to. Yeah. But I'm not interested, bro. I hate guys that are like, oh, I don't really have much emotions. Or like, I don't, I don't really be giving a fuck about nothing. I hate guys like that. I hate guys like that. Once you say that to me, I'm already knowing where I'm about to put you in my mind. This nigga sitting here saying that he don't got no feelings. All right, so um, neither do I. And I'm about to put you in the furthest fucking corner in my mind. And that's where you're going to stay. So Make it make sense. Like, men are delusional. Like, what? What do you mean? Nah, bruh. Nah, but once I put you in a specific place in my mind or I know or I, first of all, I said this before on this on this show as well. I'm somebody that doesn't really like to fuck with people with limitations. Person, I'm gonna fuck with you wholeheartedly and give it my all or not at all. So yeah, you put limitations on it. I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I already know that I don't want to fuck with nobody limited. So it's like, I will put a nigga and I'm just, I've gotten so good at this now. When this was never something that I could actually do. Like, because I used to always say, like, oh, I don't want to fuck with that nigga if I have to put limits on it. No, I could fuck with you. But being that you put a limit on it, oh, I'm going to put even more of a limit on it. Now I'm not. <laughs> it is what it is. But that's all I have to talk about today. I hope y'all got some tea for me. Next week, I'm going to... Oh, okay. So, let's end this on a good note. Next week, I'm going to be dropping my collaboration with an artist named Hollywood P. Um, his... His body of work... I don't... Because y'all know I don't really know the difference between an album and a mixtape. Quay Billions tried to explain this to me, like, last season. But, like, I will... And, and Gwitty. I will never understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what the fuck the difference is. So, I'm going to say body of work... His body of work is going to be dropping this Friday, actually, when this episode drops. But his episode was supposed to drop this Friday, but because I had to push my season back, it's dropping next Friday. But next Friday, I'll have a collab with Hollywood P. He's an amazing artist. I think that interview was super, super dope because that interview is going to be in a different setting. It's at a different studio, but it still has my Just J stuff up, but it's just at a different studio. Um, but that's a good interview because it 
is something that he really, really wanted to do for his promo run. And also, it just, like I said, I enjoy meeting people for the first time and then the episode be fire. And it's like, damn, like I just met this person. Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, like, and we really reflected. He's really a supporter. Like, really, like he's, you know, talked about a lot of different, we talked about a lot of different episodes that I've done with different artists. Um, we shouted out a lot of people. That episode is really, really going to be dope. So look out for that one. That's going to be next episode. Um, Friday, 12 midnight. You know the deal. I'm, we back in this bitch. 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 We back. We back. We back. So thank y'all for being patient with me and giving me a second to breathe. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I think that we all need a breather. And I'm happy I took it, whether y'all liked it or not. But I will see y'all next week. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is your season premiere of Just Jay, the podcast, season six.